Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's Rivers and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crippen Celebrity Line, where we are happy to be joined by Dan McLaughlin. He's the host of Scoops with Danny Mac weekdays from 10 to 11 o'clock right here on 101 ESPN. You can also hear him on the Redbird Report every Monday night from 6 to 7 o'clock. Dan, how you doing, my man? I am doing great, trying to stay positive. I, I hope everybody else is, and uh, let's hope maybe this time next week we're talking about the return of baseball or maybe sports as we know it. Who knows? But definitely baseball. It, it seems to be coming front and center the next couple of weeks to make a decision one way or another. All right, Danny Mac, you're dialed in. I know you are. You're a little bit of an insider. You don't usually like to pull back the curtain too far, so I won't put you in that spot. But are you hearing anything out there in your circle of... It- people that you know is this picking up some momentum is it still like in the who i'm not sure phase you got a little you got a little scoop for us well i think it's a little bit of everything ribs to be quite honest with you and i i think when people have talked about it they truly have been honest in saying we just don't know um i think though now with time becoming of the essence to to fit in potentially an 82 game regular season and then you'd have uh, more than likely a three-week spring training, just you know, start doing the numbers and backtracking on your on your calendar. They've got to figure out something here in the next week or two. And you know, there was, I, I think, by leaking it, the information of, of potentially how the economics work. And I know people don't want to hear that. You you do get a temperature of the the general public and the court of public opinion. Um, and with that, some has been good, some has been bad. I, I can see both sides of this thing, and it's such a unique situation with both the owners and the players. But the, the bottom line is that's how you start negotiations. You know it better than anybody that's talking on the air right now. You're a player. You, you were in those, uh, those battles with your agent of saying, well, I earned this or I deserve this. And they're saying, well, maybe not. This is what you get. Um, but it's only day two. Uh, as they did meet yesterday and talk more about the health concerns for the players more so than the economics, and the economics will start to trickle out. But to the original point, I do think that everybody has been at a wait-and-see period. I don't think there's been people withholding information, and and we're all just kind of waiting to see uh, what both sides present. And, and number one, it's got to be safe and, and healthy enough for the players to feel comfortable in that environment to play and then figure out the economics. But we all are still at a wait-and-see period as the virus kind of dictates what we all wait for and do. Yeah, Dan, yesterday I was reading Jeff Passan, and he said four sources told him they landed on the same time frame. They have about two and a half weeks, so basically 15 to 20 days is kind of what we're looking at in terms of the timetable to be able to come to a decision here. Yeah, Mike Schilt was on my program earlier, and you guys heard that. You know, he's saying 21-day period of a spring training 2.0, so roughly you know it's going to be three weeks you start backtracking that to uh, early june and that takes you to the first of july or fourth of july as your coming out party so 
that gives you from now until then, which is a couple of weeks, and, and that's what you have to work with. Dan, I, I find it interesting you brought up Mike Schilt there because I wanted to ask you about him. Earlier today, I mentioned that. I, I think the the open-mindedness that the Cardinals have with their manager is going to give them a little bit of an advantage this season because if you got to go to a six-man rotation, he'll find a way to do it. If you got to go to the DH, he'll find a way to utilize it to the best of his ability. If you're going to have other things that ultimately come up with double headers and you got to go seven innings in those, he's going to find a way to manage through those. I think they've got an advantage with their manager right now. What do you think about that? He's really good. Um, BK, I mean, I'm telling you, this guy is really smart, understands how to push the right buttons. Um, and, and Ribs, you know this, and, and you can speak about this better than myself or BK or Alex or anybody else because you played. There, there are certain guys that know how to push buttons of veterans, the young players, understanding the money that's a part of the game. Um, so you, you have to get along with the front office to make sure things are happy on that front. He's just very, very good at being able to mix and, and mesh that all together to come up with the right solutions. And in terms of, of what you're talking about, BK, and I've done a lot of thinking about what the game is going to look like with an expanded roster, with the DH, with some of the things you're talking about. And as much as I've thought about it, believe me, he's gone over those scenarios a million times in his mind and talked with his staff. His staff is really good, too. You know, Mike Maddox and Ali Marmol, his bench coach, obviously Willie McGee and Pop Warner and, and some of the others. They're very, very bright individuals. These guys have PhDs in the game of, of baseball. So they thought about it. Um, I, I think what's interesting, what will be really interesting, is if it's only an 82-game season, which that's what it looks like it's going to be, um, Mike's teams in the second half of a season have been historically really good. And that's when he took over for Mike Matheny the first year. So he had a half season and, and they busted it, had an unbelievable August, ran out of gas. And then last year, really good start, bad second month, I think it was, and then kind of coasted into the all-star break. And then after the all-star break, he got the most out of his team. This year, you can't do that. And so the leash is very short where, let's say if this was a normal season, You'd have to take a hard look at Dexter Fowler and Matt Carpenter and Tyler O'Neill and Bader and Lane Thomas and say, okay, we have a pretty sizable leash for these guys to get in, kind of get eased in, see the, the things that they worked on. Um, and if you lose some games along the way, it's okay because it's a 162-game regular season. This year you can't. That leash is going to be very short. you got to play your best guys. And where it comes to, to his relationships with players, those are uncomfortable decisions sometimes to make and conversations to have with players. And he's very good at saying, hey, you're not producing. Here's what we're thinking. Believe me, we still believe in you. We're going to get the best out of you, but we got to go with the best guys that are hot right now. And that's something to think about moving forward. Talking to Dan McLaughlin here, the voice of the Cardinals, our own scoops with Danny Mack from 10 to 11 daily here. Danny, I got a question for you. Yeah, I listened to your talk with Mike Schilt and his thought on the DH. He was kind of lukewarm. He'd, re- he'd prefer to keep it the way it is. But if we advance to the DH, and we had this discussion earlier, we talked about Matt Carpenter. I mentioned Tyler O'Neill, maybe Dylan Carlson. And then our text line lit up with the name of a guy that I don't even know. And I'm looking to get a little scouting report here on him and no better guy than you. And that guy was, if I say this correctly, Rangel Ravello. Ron Hell Ravello. Ron Hell Ravello. People lit up our text line saying, this guy's legit. This guy can do it. He might, he should get a shot at DH. What's our scouting report on him? 
Well, he's a guy that has spent a ton of time in the minor leagues and finally got his shot at the big leagues last year. And he made, to an extent, in my opinion, uh, Jose Martinez expendable in picking up uh, Matthew Libertor in the trade with Tampa Bay. <clears throat> and so the idea was this year he would come off the bench. He could play the outfield positions. He can play first base. And you always hear the, the term professional hitter. He's a professional hitter. He's been around a long time. Matter of fact, there was a point in this offseason that he was going to go play overseas because uh, there was only going to be a short amount of time for any guy. Their window is short to make the most money they can, so he could go to Japan or go to another league and go try to make more money. And after the deal with Jose Martinez, Cardinals called him up and said, look, you're going to have a great shot to make this team. And I think he would have made the team and been a, a right-handed power bat off the bench. And so he is another guy that fits into the plans potentially of a DH. I do like the idea of Carpenter because that allows you to play Tommy Edmond at third base. I like the idea that if Paul DeYoung needs a break, he's your DH. I like the idea potentially of any combination of Lane Thomas, Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson, Dexter Fowler being a DH. So I think what you, you know, the, the point is, is that the Cardinals and, and a lot of these National League teams don't have what would be a uh, position of a player that they went out and spent a lot of money for just to come in and hit because they have to be two-way players to play defense as well. So I think you'll see more with the National League teams mixing and matching um, as opposed to saying that this guy, player X, is my DH every single day. Now, if he hits, if Ron Hell Ravello hits, he's your guy. But it, you also have to remember is that going forward, um, the play, I, I think this is something that's overlooked. We, we talk about getting um, pitchers ready for spring, uh, in spring training and, and get their arms built up. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, they're the ones you really focus on, and it doesn't take a position player as much time to get ready. However, these guys have not been working out. So they have and they haven't. They haven't been on a baseball diamond for three and a half hours. You're going to have to give position players a break. You know, Paul DeYoung is not going to be able to play, you wouldn't think, as much as he did last year. Paul Goldschmidt is going to need some time off his feet um, players were telling me, even Paul DeYoung last week on my show, he said that's one of the things I'm really concentrating on is even when I'm walking around in my house, I'm trying to stay on my feet because I know I'm going to have to be on my feet constantly when we start playing. And so if you're only getting three weeks to get ready, that's something to keep in mind. So to the original point, Ravello could play some first base and Goldschmidt could be your DH. So nationally teams, I think, are going to use a really flexible approach with who's hot, and trying to give guys some time off, especially if you're cramming as many games with doubleheaders in in a short amount of time. Final quickie for you, Dan. What does this all mean for Dylan Carlson? You know we got to bring it back to him. Sure, and it's logical. Um, I think with the, the expansion of rosters to, to 50 players, he's definitely in, in that group. Um, now you come back down to the time of, okay, if... Let's just say, and we don't know how it's going to play out. We know it's a 26-man roster that could be expanded, let's say, to 30. So as it pertains to hockey, you know, you, you've got your, your guys that you want to throw out there that night, and then you have the quote-unquote healthy scratch. So I do think that you'll have that in baseball. So if Adam Wainwright, and I'll get back to Dylan here in a second, mm -hmm. if Adam Wainwright is starting on a Tuesday, he's a healthy scratch on Wednesday. And the guy that followed him for three innings, Austin Gomber, Daniel Ponce de Leon, whatever, they're a healthy scratch on Wednesday. And as it pertains to guys like Libertor, 
Nolan Gorman, and certainly Dylan Carlson, who's on the cusp of making the big league team. And he may have made it out of spring training. We don't know. My gut tells me he would not have. They're going to be part of that 50-man uh, roster. And so at least they're around the big league team. They're taking BP. Maybe they're traveling with the big league club. They're getting accustomed to what it's like to be a big leaguer. But it does allow you, if there's no minor league season, and just read the tea leaves here, it doesn't look like we're going to have a minor league season, that some of your top prospects can still be around to try and develop. And I do think that if, you, if the roster's expanded to 30, and back to an original point that you're putting the best people out there every single day, if he's one of the best, he's got to play. And so you start his clock, whatever that looks like, you know, you get the closer to arbitration for him. Obviously, that's something you deal with because if he plays, the guys that are on the 40-man, and he's not yet, uh, are all getting one year of service time, which means a year closer to arbitration, and for some, a year closer to free agency or become free agents. And that's part of the economic system that we have to think about in, in dealing with uh, this current situation of a shortened season. So I, that's how I think. I think Dylan Carlson's the guy that would be a part of that. Dan, you're the best. What are you guys laughing at? What are you guys laughing at? Uh, we, we just got a professional broadcaster over here who's playing with his phone during the middle of no, a show. I was and looking, suddenly there's a video that's playing. <laughs> I was looking up something pertaining to what you were saying, and then the volume came on my phone. And yeah, just a total rookie move. That's that's not big time radio. No. That's bad radio. There. I apologize. You know what? And that's a baseball term, ribs. That, that that's bad ball. Bad <laughs> ball on your part. It's embarrassing. We are ashamed, Danny Mac. It would never happen on Scoops with Danny Mac, which oh. you can hear weekdays from ten to eleven o'clock right here on one hundred and one ESPN. And you should also be listening to him on the Redbird Report each and every Monday night from six to seven o'clock. Dan, we are sorry I, for the I, ending. Well, I figured I was just going on too long, and you guys were doing, like, the scene from Airplane, you know, when they start, like, you know, the one guy is ready to put himself on fire, the other guy's taking a knife to himself. You know what I'm talking about, Ribs. I know exactly what you're talking about. No, we're I not ready you, for you that, did one of those. I was trying to give you some decent, well-thought-out information, and this is what I get. No, it was amazing, and your information was so good, I was looking at something, and it came on, so my bad. No problem, guys. Have a great show, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow on the crossover. Dan, you're the best, man. We'll talk with you then. That's Danny Mac joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. I thought that was a bunch of good stuff. If you missed any of it, 101ESPN.com is the place where you find it for the podcast. Coming up in about 10 minutes or so, we will be joined by Darren Drager, one of the best insiders for hockey that you will find anywhere. I'm curious what he has to say about if the eventual hockey return will be here in St. Louis. And coming up next, it's time for the junk drawer on 101 ESPN.